It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the three o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Take ESPN 1520 with you anytime, anywhere. Download the radio.com app, WWKB Buffalo, a radio.com sports station. The following is paid programming. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this radio station, its advertisers, or sponsors. Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Boy, we got the the phone lines are lit up already. All right, welcome to Think Again, our topical discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization, Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I'm just going to hit a couple of points. We've got four, four callers already lined up. Just a quick a few points to get us going. I went to an article uh, written by Michelle uh, Lee, uh, uh, Yee Lee Hee and Jacob uh, Bogage uh, regarding the Postal Service. Uh, This is in the Washington Post earlier this week. And Donald Trump is, again, the same thing that we always see, trying to find ways to obfuscate, to to, to jumble things up as as a way to try to confuse and suppress people's participation in this year's election because he thinks that will help him to get elected. Now, I'm just saying that he, he didn't say that. What I just said is not what Donald Trump said. So this is just my assessment of what's going on. But he hired one of his surrogates, Louis DeJoy, with no experience running a system like the U.S. Postal Service, uh, made him the postmaster general for the United States. And immediately this guy began changing the rules of operation in the way that the post office operates, slowing down the mail. In the name of cost-cutting, DeJoy has issued directives prohibiting overtime pay, shutting down sorting machines uh, early, and requiring letter carriers to leave mail behind when necessary to avoid extra trips or late delivery en routes, which means mail that normally would have gotten delivered today may not get delivered for two or three more days. This has resulted in days-long backlogs of mail across the country and portends what is likely to occur as 150 million mail-in ballots are likely to be submitted to the Postal Service in a span of 30 days uh, leading up to the November 3rd uh, election. Trump claims that mail balloting is susceptible to widespread fraud, while his new postmaster is creating the mail delays 
creating the mail delays as part of Trump's political effort to undermine absentee voting and suggesting that the agency cannot be trusted to deliver ballots. As a result of DeJoy's directives, letter carriers are manually sorting more mail, adding to the delivery time. Bins of mail ready for delivery are sitting in post offices because of scheduling and route changes. And without the ability to work overtime, workers say the logjam is worsening without any uh, end in sight. Voters and postal workers have reported scattered problems across the country, particularly in key states, what they call battleground states, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, raising concerns among uh, many residents whether their states are being targeted because of the importance or their importance in the presidential and Senate elections. Michigan, which is gearing up for its August 4th primary uh, election, administrators said they have fielded complaints from voters who had not yet even received their ballots uh, as of this week. A shift at the uh, 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 UPS, Trump has repeatedly gone after the Postal Service, calling it a joke, demanding that it raise the rates it charges companies such as Amazon. Uh, Of course, Trump has had an issue with Jeff Bezos, uh, the chief executive of Amazon. Uh, On Wednesday of this week, the Postal Service agreed to give the Treasury uh, uh, Department information about its private sector contracts in exchange for a $10 billion emergency loan authorized by Congress in an early round of coronavirus spending. They shouldn't have got a loan. They should have gotten a grant uh, for that purpose so they can uh, begin to balance the books of the uh, post office. Let me just quickly jump to uh, another subject. This is another um, In fact. I don't want to do that more on the, uh, on that piece. I want to deal with this issue with uh, the death of Herman Cain. Uh, as many of you know, Herman Cain was one of the Republican uh, fan club of Donald Trump who wanted to impress upon everybody that you could come to one of these uh, Trump rallies, uh, indoor rally, and that uh, you would not get sick. You didn't need to wear a uh, face mask. You didn't need to protect yourself. Don't worry about it. The whole coronavirus uh, issue is a hoax and so on. It was a Democratic ploy. Uh, three weeks after the uh, Tulsa rally that D- Donald Trump uh, 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 pushed for everybody to participate in, the one that he was expecting 19,000 people to show up and only 6,000 people did, But as a result of this, they ended up with about 1,500 people over a two-day period who came up sick within three weeks of that rally. One of the people who uh, was identified that that, that, uh, 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 came up with the coronavirus a little bit earlier than that was Herman Cain. Uh, I think about nine days after the rally, he came up with the the virus. Uh, Over time, he started having the respiratory issues and the the kinds of, uh, of symptoms that people show. Uh, as a result of this uh, infection. And we learned earlier this week that Herman Cain is dead. Interestingly enough, you would expect that uh, Trump would be lauding uh, and talking about the death of his friend. He did talk about uh, uh, Herman Cain as being his friend. Uh, He was a great businessman, you know, et cetera. Never mentioned that the man had died from the coronavirus never mentioned that the likelihood is that he caught the virus while he was sitting up shoulder to shoulder, hugged up with uh, his, his, uh, his fans uh, at the uh, uh, Tulsa rally, and that that very likely is the route by which this virus wound up getting into him. Thought that you all wanted to or, or, or needed to know about that. Um, 
And then quickly, Trump tells us a little bit more about who Trump is in an article written by Monica Hesse, all the, the president's suburban housewives. Trump took this week, took, took to, to, to Twitter uh, this week uh, to his followers. He, he, he issues a, a, a message called Suburban Lifestyle Dream. He says, I am happy to, to inform all the people living their suburban lifestyle dream that you will no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having your low-income housing built in your neighborhood, by having low-income housing built in your neighborhood. He was referring to his desire to repeal a fair housing rule. So he, he says that he's done something that, in fact, he hasn't done, but that he says he wants to do. Uh, this was a rule that had been signed into law in 1968. It was strengthened under the Obama administration that was created to make sure that federal funds did not support discriminatory housing practices. It didn't say that you couldn't or could or could not build low-income housing in an area. It simply was a rule that said that you could not support discriminatory housing practices using federal funds. Trump says... Suburban Housewives of America must read this article. Biden will destroy your neighborhood and your American dream. I will preserve it and make it even better. Even though 66% of suburban women said that they disapprove of Trump as a whole and that uh, his assumption that the suburban housewives would respond to this appeal just shows you the racial uh, uh, bias that exists inside of Trump. Let me get our, our callers going real quick. Um, Matt, can you help me out here? Is it John in Lockport first? Oh, Tony first. Okay, let me grab Tony first in, in Clarence. Tony, how are you doing out there? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Expialidocious. I knew I know how to say that word. Right? Yes. My first question to you is, where has John uh, gone? You know, John from Rochester? He still calls the Sunday shows in, on WBN, but... He's been absent for three weeks. Now, I really am, and I'm sincerely <laughs> saying this, I, I hope he has not come down with the, the, the virus. I don't think that's Ill. the case. He wouldn't be on the other stations if that was the case. <laughs> well, yeah, but I just don't want anything. I, you know, I don't agree with anything he says, but uh, I don't but think... We, we want him to be on the planet with the rest of us, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, and I don't wish him anything but well. First of all, the idea of having fraud in an election has been already in 2016. Uh, the candidate, uh, excuse me, then uh, President Trump commissioned a committee to investigate fraud in the in the invest in the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yep. Okay. You know what they came up with? Cricket. Right. right. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing at all. Right. Nothing at all. Well, Except we really they wasted a whole be. bunch of our money, you know, right. Yeah, well, they spent about, uh, I don't want to say. The whole premise of this campaign for Trump is projection. Projection, mm -hmm. he, the things he does, he projects out to others. Yep. Or to what he, they said. Uh, I've been recent days on that same station that I, down the aisle, a man came on, two people came on, and said that Joe Biden has Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> With no, no absolute proof. And the host agreed. Right. 
because Joe Biden couldn't possibly remember five words that you say and, and remember them in a row like Donald Trump did. Uh, right. I asked again the same thing I asked last week. Name more than anybody, a single person that you know who's older than 10 years old who couldn't remember five words said in a row. I have no idea <laughs> who would be unable to do that. Right. The second part of their campaign is deception. Yep. They they go back and put ads on TV or had up till Friday about the about Joe Biden back when he was a first time congressman. Mm-hmm. I mean, what relevance does that have to do with the current situation? Yep. I mean, we have we have an economy that has lost thirty three percent of the GDP. Yep. During Obama's administration, we they were compared the, the opponents of Obama. We're complating about a two a two point drop in the GDP. Remember that? That's right. We, we talked about it. Also, and that was in Bernie. the early part of his administration, where we were still under the Great Recession. Absolutely, and also the word diversion. Mm-hmm. If you 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 want to look at a diversion, it was a testimony or lack thereof of William Barr, yep. who, who appeared on Thursday. Asking him a question is like asking Hollow Man a question. Yep. You can't get a straight answer. In, in fact, oh, I think Congressman Raskin asked him, can a presidential candidate request help from a foreign country? Right. And he turned around, and his first answer was, it, it all depends. It depends, right. It all depends. <laughs> depends on maybe what? How much was, money he gives you? <laughs> maybe he was wearing his depends. <laughs> and then uh, Raskin asked him again, and he said, he looked at him kind of like, oh, no. And you know what the comments on all of the conservative stations and Fox was? That the, the Democrats were so rude to this man yeah. who has been such an one of the greatest attorney generals in the history of this country. Yeah. I beg to differ. He's one of the biggest crooks in the administration of American history. He's a crook. Yeah. And I, I know, and a lot of other things that went on this week. I mean, I, I, yesterday I watched the stock market all day, okay? Uh-huh. The stock market was down the entire day till 3 o'clock. All of a sudden, it went from a negative figure to a positive, to a positive figure. figure. You know that there's something wrong with that. I, I want to know how the heck does the stock market yeah. have the ability? Somebody's playing with it. Yeah, Tony, I got to run. I got to get. I got five calls. I got to get in here. Uh, let me get. Uh, thanks, Tony. Let me get John in Lockport real quick. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Great. Yeah, um, I, there's a, uh, if you watch Netflix, there's a great, uh, uh, edit, uh, a great thing on uh, Dirty Money, it's called. And in Dirty Money, one of the uh, venues is the confidence man. It's about Trump. And there's two things involved here. One, one is about the Russians and what his connection to the Russians is. Um, he had a co- connection with this Seder guy who was involved with the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. And when Trump could not get any money from any American banks because he had gone bankrupt six times, and, and there wasn't a bank in the United States would lend him money. Right. So he, he connected uh, uh, Seder 
who was with the Russian mob, connected him to, to this billionaire in Russia mm-hmm. and got him some money. Yep. Uh, also, you know about the, the connection of, uh, of the, his connection with Deutsche Bank and the Russians through Deutsche so Bank you know as well. So you know somebody had to co-sign the loan with Deutsche Bank because they wouldn't have taken Donald Trump's collateral. He didn't have any collateral. Uh, right, he was he was right. already over leveraged and couldn't be trusted, so somebody so, had so to co-sign anybody, anybody that loan. Anybody that's wondering why he won't go after Putin as far as the uh, uh, putting uh, uh, things on um, American soldiers' heads, and, and then jeopardizing European security by moving twelve thousand troops out right. of Germany. It, it's all, it's so obvious that he's tied up with the Russians. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is this hydroxychloroquine. Now, I don't have any proof, but you know, you just know, he has invested in hydroxychloroquine. It, it, it's probably done through his sons or through somehow through, through a his kids, door, right. he's invested in their trust in funds or whatever. You know, they, yes, it's through you, them. You know right. that he's involved with that. That's it's just. But anyway, if you want to watch a really good um, documentary about the confidence man, it's called in Dirty Money. On Netflix, it explains how Rush, how uh, Trump was connected with the Russians and the Russian mob. It's very good. And uh, so, anyway, the other thing too about the the, the mail, uh, the post office, was it back in the early two uh, thousands? Uh, didn't they pass a, a a law that made the uh, re- post office right. pay uh, a benefit? They, they, they had to pay for the health insurance. The right. They had to pay uh, not the health the the uh, pension benefits. They had to pay right. for their uh, post office employees. For everybody that was age sixty or seventy five or younger, they had to pay for all of them all at once. Right. I think they had to pay for some that weren't even born yet. Right. That would be in the uh, postal service. They had to pay those benefits in advance. Yep. They said that that's that's what why the post office is is in such trouble is because of all this ridiculous uh, benefits they got to right. pay into the future for right. fifty years. Well, that's that's what drove them into the hole, and then of course it's gotten worse because you haven't had as much mail being uh, 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 posted by people because people are at home, so they're talking to each other by phone or by email. They're not doing as much uh, postal delivery or, or, or postal demand as they had had in the right. past. So that's and been the, hurting the re- revenue. Not re- and the people do not realize that that uh, the post office delivers all over the country. Mm-hmm. And if you left it up to private companies like FedEx and the rest, they, they do not go out to, uh, to, to Sanborn or they don't go out or, or, to or, or, uh, Newfane. They don't or, go out to right. you know, Right, Route One One Eight O Three, someplace right where there's only like right. three houses. <laughs> the post office has to deliver mail to those people at a loss, at a at a deficit. Right. You know, if they that's if why they it's called the U.S. Postal charge. Service. It was never right. intended to be a profit-making operation. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. All right. Thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. Why don't we take our first break, and then uh, we'll grab, uh, you'll tell me who's up to bat. I think it's Jim. Uh, But we'll see you on the side of the break. Don't go away. We'll we'll see you on the side of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 303-566-5000. 303-566-5000. 
332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Morning. How'd you get in my house, B? Through the air conditioning vent. It's dark in there. Go away. How about some Honey Nut Cheerios? Cheerios. Do I look like a child to you? Honey Nut Cheerios are tasty and can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Did you just mm? No. I'm pretty sure I heard a mm. It was my dryer. You might want to get that thing checked out. Have a change of heart. Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about Honey Nut Cheerios by picking up a box at your local store. Indeed knows that for any business, your next step is the most important one, like hiring someone who can make a real impact. Indeed can help you find high-impact hires faster, without any long-term contracts, and you pay only for what you need thanks to our super flexible payment options. So why not take that next step with Indeed? Get started with a free $75 credit for your first job post and get in front of more quality candidates. Go to Indeed.com slash high impact. That's Indeed.com slash high impact. Terms and conditions apply. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Sounds like Ain't No Way. Ain't No Way. <laughs> I remember that song. All right. For us to love each other, we got to love each other, right? Is it Jim? The, up next, yes. Let me grab Jim. Jim, how are you doing out there? Hey, how's it going, Nathan? How are you doing? Doing great. Good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I wanted to focus on the first rather than the worst. And uh, by that, I mean... Uh, right now, we have the worst president in our history, <laughs> and the campaign slogans now are "dump Trump." Uh, Trump, he's a uh, lame duck, and we know what that word "duck" rhymes with. Yeah, and uh, he's, you know, in, in November there's going to be two words he's going to hear: uh, "You're fired." You know, he's done. <laughs> so let's hope that follows through. But I, I wanted to focus on. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, our greatest president, mm-hmm. and, and share some of the thoughts that he had during one of the most turbulent times in our history. Uh, his administration went from 1861 to 1865. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that we don't read enough or learn enough about Lincoln, but Lincoln was uh, very simplistic. And uh, he said things like, the Lord must have loved the common man because he made so many of them. <laughs> In regards to democracy, he, he, he made it simple. He said, as I would not be a slave, nor would I be a master. Mm-hmm. And that, that spells out very simple, you know, very simple. But this was Lincoln. Um, and that was said, his reputation, as you're describing it. That was his yeah. reputation at the time, that he was like the common man's president. Yeah, but I don't understand is that I guess it was because the war dragged out so long that 
there were actually literally thousands and thousands of people in the North that despised and hated him. They mm-hmm. just didn't get it. They didn't get it. And his second inaugural speech, he said, with malice toward none and charity for all. Mm-hmm. Do we need this today more than ever or what? Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yep. I'm saying. So, you know, when, when times get like this, you know, our history is so important because we have to look back and see where we came from to understand where we're going. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a great guideline. And uh, the sad thing is that the schools today don't focus enough on the Civil War period in Lincoln. They spend a day or two on them, and uh, this is wrong. They should spend a month on, on this period because it's so crucial in understanding our diversity as where it came from and where it's going. And, um, you know, he, his Emancipation Proclamation is probably one of the greatest documents in our history or the history of the world. But he knew it was a temporary War Measures Act, and he knew that a constitutional amendment would have to come along to take care of the slavery issue. The ironic thing is that um, he's assassinated in April of 1865, and, and this passes in December of 1865. Mm-hmm. Never, he wasn't even alive when he realized right. Right. Yep. His, his work. But uh, these are things I think we have to look back on and focus on to, uh, to understand you know, what it's all about and, and what we have to do. And, and as I said before, you're talking about peace and love and things that Dr. King said. Uh, you know, Lincoln realized all this, and uh, but he was living, you know, in, in, a, in a difficult time. And uh, he was sort of like, well, you're in Rome, you have to do as the Romans do. But uh, he was a very astute politician, and he was able to... Uh, to get the things done he needed to get done. But but I wish people would look back and um, focus more on, on our history and not try to tear it down and bury it. Uh, yeah. that, that's my rant for today, uh, Nathan. But thanks for letting me share my thoughts. All right. Thanks, Jim. Those are great thoughts. I appreciate you. Let me grab uh, Paul next. Paul, how are you doing out there? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? All right. Good to hear from you. Yep, good to be on. Excellent. Uh, you know, the, the other uh, person that you didn't get around to yet mentioning is uh, Louis Colbert Goober. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. I meant to talk about him. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but that's not funny because, well, at least he's not, he hasn't, you know, fallen too ill yet. Uh, not, he, he has the virus, but he hasn't shown any significant um, uh, symptoms you yet. Why, you heard why he said how he thinks he got it. Yeah, he thinks the mask gave it to him. Yeah. You know, he, he he actually said, this is a lawyer who actually said that he thought that some elements of the virus climbed onto his mask and got underneath the mask and got into him. This is a lawyer talking like that. Well, he's always been that way, you know? He must have been like Donald Trump. He must have hired somebody to pass the bar exam for him. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean... <laughs> And, uh, you know, another thing, though, about the post office, um, not only do they go out in, in far-flung areas that, you know, but they also uh, carry packages for, you know, UPS and 
FedEx and those areas. Right, they for would, Amazon yeah. and so on, yep. So, this And the reality weird. is the reason why we have a post office in the first place is because the nation knew that people had to be able to communicate with each other. In those days, we didn't have mail and telegraph and, you know, railroads and that sort of stuff. So you had to literally ride around on horses with pouches and so on and ride yeah. through the rain and the snow and the sleet, et cetera, et cetera. That's how that all came about. And yeah, that's the ethos of the post office. Right. And I have one more thing that... Um you know, with this new stimulus bill, that it's something Mitch McConnell didn't even know. He was blindsided by it when he found out. Oh, the the, the, uh, <laughs> the federal the, building. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh, I think it was the J Edgar J the J Edgar Hoover building, right? And and of course, it's right across the street from one of his properties. Right, right. And his concern was if the building didn't get built there and it was left as an open property, that people were talking about building a hotel there because it was in close proximity to where all of the officials come into Washington. So a lot of people would want to stay at that hotel, and that would take business away from Donald Trump's hotel across the street. So as in everything, every decision that Donald Trump makes is always about what's in the best interest of Donald Trump's wallet. It's yeah, always the same thing. And I also think that one of the reasons he's so scared to lose the election is especially if the democrats take the senate mm -hmm. is uh, he's going to be nailed for uh, all these emoluments things you know and he he stands a good chance to get you know tr be, tr trust me trust me write write this down for certain if biden wins the election and we start getting into the february or march of uh 2021 all you're going to hear out of the media is, well, why are we going back and raking up the past? We should just let that go. Donald Trump has been defeated. We should let that go and not try to relitigate everything all over with him. That's going to be what you're going to hear. There's going to be a lot of momentum in the media to not do exactly what you just predicted. They're going to try to go the opposite way. I guarantee you that's what's going to take place. Yep, you're right. All right. I appreciate Thanks, you, man. Thanks. All right. Talk to you soon. Uh, help me out. Is it? Uh, yep. Yes, Kevin. Yeah. Let me grab Kevin real quick. Kevin, how you doing out there? Hey, hey what's up, Dan? I'm doing great. Good to hear um, from you. I wanted to ask you, um, because I heard the gentleman, just, just by the way, I don't know the reason I called, but I heard the gentleman, he seems to be a, 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 a well-knowledge person about Lincoln and mm -hmm. on other frequencies. Um does the Black Lives Matter movement, are they also, do they want to also pull down Lincoln um, statues and memorials? Do you know? My understanding is that um, they see Lincoln as, in the statues, as something that should be maintained. Uh, they don't see Lincoln as a, uh, a horrible person. And, and I know where you're going, or I think I know where you're going. I just want you to understand that for the Black Lives Movement, the issue about Robert E. Lee and Buchanan yeah. and, and these yeah. kind of yeah. folks is that those people were traitors. It's not right, that right, they yeah. were racist. It's that they were right. traitors. So even though Lincoln was not somebody who, who believed that African people were equal to Caucasian people, because he didn't, he's on the record saying exactly what I just said. 
But Lincoln was not a traitor to the United States. He okay, was fighting right. to preserve the Union. So I just think we have to continue to keep that in mind because this is okay. a scam that people keep running, you know, that the Black Lives Movement was against anybody who said anything black or bad about black people. That's not the case at all. That's not even what the issue is about. Oh, okay. So it's... So it has to deal with being traitors to the country and yes. not um, the fact that they were against black people or, or right. I mean George Wallace, black people. Right, George. It's about and it's about current things too, but you know George Wallace was a uh, a, a, a manic, ardent, the most racist person that you'd ever come across. He wasn't that way at the end of his life. He had he had turned around and become a person that supported. Uh, uh, equality across the country, but he was a arch racist, right? But nobody's talking about tearing down his statues because he was not trying to tear down the United States. Even though you might not Mm -hmm. like him, he was not trying to tear down the United States. If you want to talk about this in another way, Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was one of my heroic figures, Lyndon Mm -hmm. Baines Johnson was a bull weevil Democrat, died in the world, bull weevil Democrat. You know, with all of those Southern Dixocrats across the South, he was one of them. But when John Kennedy was assassinated and the presidency fell on Lyndon Baines Johnson, instead of doing what he might have done if he had been the one originally uh, uh, hired or elected as president, he, uh, he absorbed what John F. Kennedy's administration was about and did everything he could to deliver on John F. Kennedy's objectives in his administration, not Lyndon Mm. Johnson's administration. And I give him love for that because not many people that I see today would have that kind of integrity. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the reason why I called when you were talking about, um, you know, uh, I had Tony had mentioned that the the Republicans had undertaken uh, 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 an investigation into uh, you know alleged voter fraud and stuff like that, and they came back and said there wasn't anything. And the keyword here was significant, right, mm-hmm. um, in their investigation. But uh, here's my thing about that, though, in that you're sending the the fox to the hen house to fix a problem. Um, you know, in the sense that, look, both the Democrat and Republican Party leaderships. If we use the Sam political party as an example, the Southern American Movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the last gubernatorial race to get themselves on the ballot, right? Uh, they pulled at least, I think, about 120,000 you know votes or something like that, right? And mm-hmm. that they knocked off the Conservative Party and one or two of the other minor parties, right? Mm-hmm. A com- so-called, and I call it, I say so-called, and I tell you why. So-called commission was initiated by. Um, you know, by Governor Cuomo to re- to revise the electoral process, the election laws, and stuff like that. And they and this was done also with the cooperation of the Republican Party leadership. Mm-hmm. And they changed the rules, and they they decided they wanted to get more. You needed to have more um, votes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to to the, you know um, cast in the last gubernatorial election to stay on the ballot. And part of the reason for that, too, because I know the Working Families Party also um, were starting to gather a little more independence, right? Mm-hmm. And all this was done by both Democrat and Republican Party leaderships, right? Move the goalposts, change the rules, and right now this is in court 
by several of the minor parties, but the biggest one is by the SAM movement. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, and I know we've spoken to this at length, but we know, I mean, why can't we admit to a fact, that it's a fact, that the two major parties, right, regardless of how much they at each other. So, so I just want to, just to, to, to bring this to the, sure. to, to, to the, 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 the finish line, yeah. it's true that, both parties, major parties, mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. to reduce competition from other parties arising yes. in the state. That's true. Yeah. That doesn't mean that true. they are the same. They're not the same. They're, they're right. different uh, uh, okay. uh, sets of people with different objectives. But right, they right, happen right. to share the objective of reducing the amount of competition that either of them has, has to face. So right. that's that's what you're dealing you're talking about right now right. by reducing uh, right. Sam. That's less of uh, competition that they have to face. I got to run, uh, Kevin. I appreciate your call. We'll talk some more on this next week. Uh, you got to help me out, do, yeah, because I want to give uh, Ron and Frank some time. So if you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break. Here at Think Again, Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. The National Constitution Center serves as America's leading platform for constitutional education and debate. It is central to the center's mission to convene discussions about current constitutional issues facing our nation so that people of all ages and perspectives can learn about, debate, and celebrate the greatest vision of human freedom in history, the U.S. Constitution. For the center's live programs, constitutional news, podcasts, educational resources, and online interactive constitution, visit constitutioncenter.org. Clear Pools recognizes life is hard right now, but Western New York has dealt with adversity before. We will always move forward. We have courage. We fight back. We are defined by our determination and compassion. We share Buffalo love. We can do this, Buffalo. Let's work together and support our local businesses and heroes. Hashtag move Buffalo forward. Brought to you by Radio.com in partnership with Crystal Clear Pools. Keeping your pools crystal clear since 1988. All day. Every day, this is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 1520. All right, here we go. We need some some loving. <laughs> That's for true. We need some loving, right. And I just want to speak a little bit on what uh, Kevin was talking about in terms of the uh, you know, both of the major parties do everything they can to either subsume uh, other parties to make them extensions of themselves or to eliminate those parties in the first place. But if you think about the Republican Party, 
what I used to think of as the Republican Party of Jacob Javits and Nelson Rockefeller, that party is really struggling to try to find, it, it may have to reorganize itself and, and apply for a, a, a place on the ballot for itself because there is no Republican Party, at least not the way that, that I have come to understand what the Republican Party is. Donald Trump has taken over what used to be the Republican Party, and it is now a completely different species. Right, it's Trumpism. It's a, it's a completely different species of organization than the uh, uh, Republican Party that we used to see, even the Republican Party that uh, 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 George Bush was a part of is unrecognizable in the Trump Party. So I just want to get that out there. Let me get, uh, is it Frank first, then, then Ron? Frank, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan, I'm in the mood for a little sarcasm today. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> All right, I'm willing to hear it. <laughs> well, you, everybody who listens to this show knows I'm no fan of establishment Democrats, but mm-hmm. let's face it, the Republicans went off the rails, man. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I cannot in any way support what they've done. You know, I mean, it's like, Nathan, my, my financials are on the verge of collapse. My house is burning down, and half my family is sick with a killer virus. Mm. So what do you do? You leave D.C. and go on vacation. There you go. That's what the Republican Senate did. Right. They were busy. In the middle of this disaster. (laughs) They should all be lined up and shot, Nathan. Nancy Pelosi had a fit. She's, you're going where? We got all these people that are about to lose two-thirds of their income, and you're going to go on vacation? Are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, at this point... You know, these people are a cult that vote for Republicans. Nothing but a cult. Yep. You know, you, you, are, you are no better than the idiots that went down with that Jim Jones. That's right. Guyana <laughs> yep. And yep. tried to poison Kool-Aid. And, and you know what? I hope you all do it before the election so you don't <laughs> quit destroying the United States of America. Mm. You know, go the progressive way in the future. Let's just face <laughs> that. Thank you, Nathan. All right. Thanks, Frank. I appreciate you, man. Let me grab Ron and Chitawaga quick. Ron, how are you doing out there? Not too bad. All right. Um, I got a, a little bit of housekeeping from last week. Sure. The, there is no, uh, this is not propaganda or it's not, uh, you know, uh, the, the people that are were being, uh, a good number of the people who were being hired as this adjunct, these are not fully trained, fully vetted federal agents that were being tra- uh, trained Thank you. To, yep. and were extensions, uh, add-ons to the Border Control uh, uh, Commission and the uh, Immigration uh, Department. Were, many of them were from these uh, separatist-type uh, states' rights, uh, very, very rock-hard, radical groups. So this is not anything that's... You know, people are making up on a whole cloth. They were interviewed. Some of them were interviewed in the, in the media, and they said that's what they were. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't know if you could say that. Anyway, okay, you've touched upon another issue here: the postal service business mm. slowing down and making cuts at a vital time. Um, okay, media, mainstream media mentions it barely. Mentioned it was a thirty seconds on the CBS News yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mentioned now. Something that they haven't mentioned at all. In Wisconsin. Now, you remember what happened in Wisconsin. Scott Walker loses a bar- barely loses the election, but there, because of the gerrymandering, which the Supreme Court has said is just fine and dandy, you can do it, 
Republicans have solid majorities in the House and the Senate in the, in the state of Wisconsin. Well, the position they did, one of the things, they, they took some of the appointment uh, power out of the hands of the governor, namely mm-hmm. the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Secretary of State in Wisconsin is appointed by the Republican legislature, so it's a Republican. Uh, we're getting reports now f- from uh, independent media that election officials in Wisconsin are being told by the Secretary of State in Wisconsin to ignore requests for mail-in ballots and not to touch those Mm. that are turned in, not to open them and not to touch them. Wisconsin has 10 electoral votes. I've touched upon in the past few weeks. Florida, 29 electoral votes. They just wiped out 1.2 million voters off the rolls. There are people that could have uh, been decisive in uh, the, the election. Those are the people that were, uh, in, by the constitutional amendment, passed by two-thirds of Floridians that, in fact, uh, gave people who were nonviolent offenders the right to vote again. The mm-hmm. Florida state legislature says, oh, yeah, but you've got to pay for your prosecution and other right. things. So, which most of them being poor, black, and Hispanic can't afford. So they wiped that. That's 29 electoral votes. And now we're seeing this thing. The mainstream media has avoided it completely. Mm-hmm. Ten electoral votes in Wisconsin are in danger because the mail-in ballots, according to Secretary of State uh, 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 directives, are being, he's being telling people to not touch them. And this is, that hasn't been touched at all. And where the hell is Joe Biden on this? He's not really mentioning. Now, at the, uh, the uh, John Lewis um, uh, uh, memorial there, that there's the, uh, Barack Obama mentioned it a little. Where is right. Biden on this? Exactly. Exactly. See, he's so busy trying not to offend, you know, the, the people that he thinks are sort of trump light type people that he won't say anything that he thinks will stir up their feathers. My position is none of those people are going to vote for you anyway. Why are you bothering, you know, to pander to these folks? You need to be strident and get your voters amped up fighting for what you say you, you want to see fought for and get those people to come to the poll. Don't worry about the Donald Trump people. They didn't like you anyway. There's nothing you can say that's going to make them like you. There's no swing voter between Donald Trump and and, and Biden. He, he needs to just stop playing that game. That's how we got into this trouble in the first place, trying to play this middle middle of the road. That, that's what Hillary Clinton tried to, tried to do. Well, I'm really not that bad. I'm, I'm almost conservative. No, you're not. And you can't play the game that way. You either got to be all the way in or all the way out. That's the way it's got to go. Yeah. Well, my fear is that they're doing even more overtly. They're stealing this election right under our noses. Mm-hmm. Right, and and nothing much is being said. And the Democrats have to. If I think it could be that the Democrats be the people. People's talking about Trump challenging the election. Where this thing is going, it might have to be the Democrats that drag this out because I don't think they can win this way. I mean, if the Republicans run in a free and fair election, they'll get slaughtered. They'll lose the Senate and they'll lose the White House. There's no doubt. But that's not the way it's going to be. And nobody, even the Democratic leadership, has got to get on the ball. And this has got to be a major stump issue for them every day and you're right ron the democrats should go to court right now on the wisconsin issue and on the florida issue they should go to court right now and and begin to fight how can you ignore people's requests for mail-in ballots and if people mail in their ballots how can you ignore the fact that the ballots are physically in your hand and not do anything with the ballots? How do we know what happens to these ballots in the first place? Are they in a bag someplace? Did he throw them in the incinerator? How do we know what happened, 
you know, to Apparently those Apparently they're going to sit there and wait, and they're, they're going to say, oh, sorry, it was just an oversight. Uh, oh, maybe next year it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That's what they're, they're saying. Uh, this is something that has to be. It's not. They've already tried in Florida, the, the, the Supreme Court. That was already taken. But the point is, they're not talking about it. Right. It has to be front and center. The Republicans can't win unless they cheat. So one of the things, Ron, as we're talking about this before we, we get uh, uh, Mark on, just real quick, I, I was trying to understand when can you start counting the votes and securing the votes that you count. That varies from state to state. State Apparently, to state. Wisconsin, yep. People are already requesting uh, states, uh, I mean, the mail-in ballots. Uh, so mm-hmm. apparently, I, I don't know exactly from state to state what it is, but uh, apparently, they're, according to these reports from uh, Greg Pallast and these other people, uh, I even heard of people calling in the, some of the talk shows, uh, the, the progressive talk shows, and saying, and I work for the state here in, in Wisconsin, and uh, they're telling us to don't touch anything. So well, here, uh, Here's uh, what I'm concerned about. Because I, I try to read Trump in terms of where, what he's really trying to get done. The people, if you started voting right now, you're probably going to see 55 to 60 percent of the vote go towards Biden and 35 to 40 percent of the vote go towards Donald Trump. If you started voting right now. Now, people may change their mind three months from now. But if they started voting right now, they'd vote the way that they, their, their, their sentiments are right now. So the longer Donald Trump can keep people from being able to uh, uh, get ballots and turn ballots in, the, the closer they're going to be to the actual election when the margins of favorability for one candidate or another get closer uh, uh, to each other, because that always happens the closer you get uh, to Election Day. And I think that's what Donald Trump is trying to, to, uh, to get done. So I think it's important for the Democrats to fight right now to ensure that people are being able to not only get the, uh, uh, th- their ballots mailed back to them, but to, but to complete the ballots, turn the ballots in, get those ballots counted as soon as possible and be secure so that those votes are already locked in. We may not know what those votes are, but those votes are locked in in some secure process so that yeah. all you have to do is open them up on, on Election Day. But they also have to start talking about it because they say sometimes the courts are going to rule against them. A lot of these uh, these uh, uh, states or the Republicans. Right. But if right. you don't talk about it, then everybody's going to nobody's going to even know about it. So yeah. that's that's the, my point is they're not emphasizing this at all. And by not doing that, they're cutting their own throat here. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, appreciate you, Ron. Talk to you next week. Let me get Mark on real quick before we go. Mark, how you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Hey. I heard the law is that they can't count the mail-ins until Election Day. And uh, they're trying to put a a thing in that uh, you can count them as they come in. Well, you know, I went through every state. Every state is different. So some states... I think in New York State. Well, New York State is like the worst. In New yeah. York State, you know, you send the ballots in. And then you and, can't count them right, until election day. Right, they, they just pile up someplace. Yeah. And then on, on election day, they start going through all of the ballots at one time. That's why it'll take them eight, eight years to be able to get through the... I mean, uh, why, why wouldn't you count them as they come in? Immediately. Yeah, and keep them in right? a box until now, the day. But you, but you got to have a secure way to do it. So that yeah. means that the people that are opening up the ballots, they have to be sequestered. 
the ballots have to be in some secure place. If it takes a month to do that, then that's what you got to do. So when you get to 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock, whatever it is on Election Day, you can then open up, you know, the box that has all of the, uh, 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 the, the mail-in ballots. You can have the machine read them. And well, you and can hey, t- I'll tell you, Nathan, the Republicans shouldn't be allowed to, to sing God Bless America the way they're voter-suppressing. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's just, it's just disgusting. It's, that's they're true. not American. They're not American. I mean, look, look at this. Look at this, Nathan. Brown shirts. Box vans and concentration yep. camps in America. Any yep. questions? And, you know, Ron was just talking about this. We talked about it. He, he talked about it last week for the second time again this week, that the people that make up these so-called federal, you know, the newspapers keep saying and, and the media keep saying that Trump has these federal agents that are out here. It, they're only federal agents in the sense that they may have been uh, enlisted by uh, the federal government through Donald Trump. But these are people that uh, we don't know where these people come from. Some of these people are, are uh, 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 what they call tactical people assigned to ICE or tactical people assigned to. They're attacking to, mothers. I mean, who are these? Think about that, Mark. Who are these people? They want who, to kill you. Hey, Nathan, make no mistake about it. You are his enemy. They shot a man, his name was uh, something LaBella, like Daniel LaBella or something like that. His last name was LaBella. Shot this man in his forehead with a gun that fires rubber bullets that they put right near the man's head. They literally, it wasn't like they were a block away. They clubbed a vet on camera. Exactly. And gassed him. Exactly. The guy had his veteran shirt on. Right. So, they have no respect. They what, will kill you. Right. What is this? What what is what is the country they falling into? They are the into? brown shirts, Nathan. Exactly. They are the brown exactly. shirts. Exactly. And I want people to understand this. I talked about this in another radio program. I just need for you to accept truth. Hitler, brown shirts, right. box cars, and concentration right. camps right. in America. Right. Any questions? Right. Hitler was elected. I want you to all to understand that. Hitler did not assume power. It wasn't a coup. You know, it wasn't like somebody took over Haiti. This was an election that he became chancellor of Germany. Now, what he started to do as the elected, uh, uh, essentially president of of Germany at that time, what he began to do was to uh, 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 go as far against the rules the as he public. possibly could. You know, he, he would go as far as the rules said. You could go right to the edge of the rules. And once he got being on the edge of the rules to become the norm, then he started going beyond the rules. And people have gotten so used to accepting uh, the, the marginalization of the rules. Because they, didn't, they hate the other. There you go. There you go. Because they, and, and, and Nathan, uh, uh, there was this guy he had a double lung transplant, right? Mm-hmm. Because the virus had ravaged his lungs, right? Yeah. And they had they had him on television. He did an interview. He said he believed Trump that it was a hoax. Yep. And he's he's getting a double lung tra- transplant, and he thinks that the 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 transplant is a hoax. No, he he <laughs> said he now believes the virus, but he believed Trump. Oh, beforehand. The virus was a hoax. Yeah. So he didn't wear a mask or anything. Yeah. And, you know, walking around, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. And then he got it. Now he's got a double lung transplant. Yeah, I saw that. There was actually a story, Mark, of a child, 12 years old, who was also getting a double lung transplant 
because they're telling you that kids can't get this disease. Well, she got the disease, and she had to get two new lungs. Uh, Trump killed Kane. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, and you know that was Bush that that put in seventy five years. They had to pay for their uh, their uh, um, uh, retirement. Right. Seventy five years. Bush put that in. Right. I wonder why he put that in. And and also, you know, he's saying he Trump is saying that he he's um, he's going at it, he's uh, he's banning TikTok from from America, mm-hmm. right? And he's saying it's because they're they're leaking uh, um, um, uh, information to to China. They're not le- leaking information to China, and the media knows this. It's because they messed up his come out rally in in uh, Austin, right? Or well, where was it? In Tulsa. Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, right. that TikTok is the one who embarrassed him in Tulsa. Yep. That's why he's getting rid of him. But but the media's only saying, oh, it's because they're leaking uh, information to China. That's bull. And did you notice that Trump, uh, this was, I think he was being interviewed uh, yesterday, uh, earlier in the day uh, on Friday. Uh, Trump tells the, uh, uh, the reporter that, uh, yeah, uh, China China is the one that, that, that instigated the, the, the virus and, and put the virus over here, and we should be making China pay for the virus over here. What make, planet are you on? Make no mistakes, America. Brown shirts, box vans, concentration camps in American cities. Any questions? Make no mistakes, citizens. You are his enemy. And that is the ugly truth, okay? Anybody who's not with Donald Trump is against Donald Trump. And you don't have the right to dissent. Donald Trump calls dissenters in the United States thugs and anarchists and violent people who have to be resisted by his stormtroopers. I know you're not supposed to say this, but he is Hitler. <laughs> he is. Well, I'm not going to say that he's Hitler. Mussolini. But I, but I am going to say he's that the way you start down this road is when you start allowing elected officials to marginalize, right, right, fascism. You, you start electing. and he's following the playbook. And if you do this, you're going to pay a price for this, a price that you're not going to want to pay. That's what's going on right now. This guy is going to somehow find a way to uh, pretend that the election did not take place or that the election was illegitimate. He's going to start going to court, and you're going to have to go to the Supreme Court. It's going to take you six years to go through the Supreme Court. We may not have another election until 2042. Nathan, isn't, isn't the post office in the Constitution? It is. It is. Well, why aren't we fighting for it? Exactly. And I mean, the Democrats have to fight for this. This can't just be, you know, it's in the progressives. Right. It's got to be the Democrats themselves. And if there are Republicans out here that care about the Constitution, you should be fighting for this, too. Even if you don't like Joe Biden, that's got nothing to do with it. You should be fighting anybody who's doing everything they can to take away your constitutional protections. That's what we got to do. All right. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, man. That closed the show for us pretty good. And thank you, Matt, for all your input. I appreciate it. And thank you all out there for listening to us and supporting us here at Think Again. Think again. We'll see you all next week.